3: this morning fears of a hung parliament the latest poll paints a grim picture support for the major party's slumps the push to end isolation for close contacts as staff shortages take their toll lucky escape a gold coast fisherman's boat capsizes trapping him underneath lives lost as russia launches a fresh wave of airstrikes in ukraine And an icy blast on the way. The East Coast gets an early taste of winter.
0: This is Seven News with Angie Asimus.
3: Good morning. The election shaping up to be as tight a tussle, according to the latest news poll, with neither party holding enough primary support to form government. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, are we heading towards a hung parliament?
4: It certainly is a possibility, Angie, good morning. According to the latest news poll, the race to the top job is narrowing, with support for the major parties falling away. According to the latest news poll, Labor's support in the primary vote has fallen to 36%, down one point from the previous week, while the coalition also fell one point to 35%. The latest results showing combined support for the two major parties is at its lowest level in five years, and the lowest level on record during an election campaign, both leaders knowing they need to boost support among voters if they are to govern with a majority. Scott Morrison today is set to pledge to create almost 5,000 new jobs in the mining sector while promising no mining or carbon taxes under his government, attempting to wedge Anthony Albanese and Labor while also claiming Labor's energy policy will drive up power bills. Labor is set to hit back, though, doubling down on claims that Medicare will be better protected under a Labor government. Both leaders will also face off in the first leaders debate, which is set to take place tomorrow night. Angie?
3: Thank you, Taylor. Business groups in New South Wales and Victoria are demanding isolation rules be revised as industries struggle to cope with chronic staff shortages. Close contacts of COVID cases are required to isolate for seven days unless they're critical workers. Business New South Wales and the Victorian Chamber of Commerce insist household contacts should be allowed to simply take a rapid test before leaving home instead of isolating. Australia is one of only a handful of highly vaccinated nations where the measure's are still in place and they claim it's delaying our economic recovery. Meantime, the government has scrapped a raft of pandemic restrictions. International travellers no longer have to take a COVID test before they arrive in Australia. They will need to be double vaccinated and wear a mask on the flight over. Also being scrapped is the rule which prevents price gouging on rapid antigen tests. After a weekend of sunshine, Australia's southeast will get an early taste of winter when an unseasonable cold snap sweeps through from today. Melbourne has been hit with an icy blast, a cold front causing temperatures to dip below 20 degrees for the rest of the week. The front will also bring cooler temperatures to Sydney from this evening, with a low also meaning rain and storms for much of New South Wales. A Gold Coast fisherman has been taken to hospital after his boat capsized, trapping him underneath. A freak wave caused the vessel to flip, one fisherman managing to jump clear as witnesses race to help.
5: Swallowed by the ocean, a boat disappears. I left the boat. I dived over the side but the mate got caught underneath. An early morning fishing trip cut short by a rogue wave. It was just the last wave and, and the motor went under and that cut out and it, had we had power we would have been right. Kerry Gray and his mate Laurie were crossing the sandbar off Corumbin just after 6 o'clock.
1: And then when they turned out they hit the, the middle bank and the boat went up came
5: down. Kerry escaped but Laurie became trapped under the boat. There was um, three ex-lifeguards out on board and a young guy on the ski came over and they died down and um, finally got him out. Rescuers say when they made it to him, he'd been under the boat for five minutes.
6: But he was obviously panicking and he was stuck under there. He's been affected by a fumes and Water.
5: Laurie was taken to hospital with minor injuries. Kerry wasn't physically hurt, his pride though a little wounded. I've been in Columbia surf for many years, yeah. growing surf boats for years and it just happened. You know, first time out with Laurie and we get hit. I don't know whether we'll be going again. Further north, another lucky rescue. Three people taken to safety after their boat sank off Moreton Bay. Volunteer Marine Rescue, Water Police, and the Coast Guard came to help after it began taking on water. Jacinta Lee, Seven News. At
3: least seven people have been killed after a fresh wave of Russian airstrikes on the Ukrainian city of Lviv. Let's go live to Jeff Parry. Jeff, these are the first deaths reported in the city since Russia's invasion began.
6: Yes, Angie, is the uh, Russian offensive in the north and the east of the country bogged down. Lviv was almost ignored by Moscow. It's been some three weeks since two missiles were fired and destroyed an oil dump there. But overnight, the Kremlin ordered five missiles fired at the city in western Ukraine. It's become a haven for hundreds of thousands of refugees from the war with Russia. One landed not far from the railway station near the city centre, others around nearby military targets. The death toll is so far seven, including a child, It's thought the Kremlin could have been trying to disrupt the flow of weapons to Ukrainian forces in the east of the country, ahead of another big offensive by Russian troops.
0: What we see in Ukraine today is a genocide that the aggressor is carrying out on purpose, killing civilians. Seven civilians had plans for life, today their lives have ended.
6: And pictures have emerged of the pride of the Russian Navy, the Moskva, or Moscow, which sunk after it was hit by two cruise missiles. The uh, sinking of the Moskva is a huge embarrassment to Vladimir Putin. The Russians said, haven't said, rather, how many of the more than 500 crew went down with the ship, Angie.
3: Jeff, thank you. Floral tributes have been laid outside the home of a six-year-old boy killed in a house fire in Brisbane's north. His mother, wheelchair-bound father and two-year-old brother managed to escape as the flames took hold. But little Max was trapped inside, unable to be rescued.
6: When she realised she couldn't go back into the home to save him, it was something I'll never, ever forget.
3: His grandparents are among the many friends and family members who have visited the home to pay their respects. Firefighters are investigating whether an electrical fault may have sparked the blaze. It is back to school today for thousands of students across Queensland, including those who were forced out of their classrooms due to the floods. Six schools were inundated during February's disaster and they've been refurbished, ready to open. The spread of COVID remains a concern this term, with 645 school-aged kids currently infected statewide. Masks are optional in public schools. Police are pleading for more video footage and witnesses over the stabbing death of a teenager at the Sydney Royal Easter Show. Homicide Squad detectives have gone through hours of supplied pictures, but they believe there's more out there. A 17-year-old father-to-be was killed when a brawl broke out last Monday night and no-one has been charged. A young driver is in a critical condition in hospital after wrapping his car around a tree in Melbourne's northwest. He crashed the out-of-control sedan at higher speed and witnesses rushed to help him and a shocked passenger who stumbled out of the wreck. Weapons, including a gel blaster, were discovered in the back seat and police are investigating. A relaxing day on the water turned to disaster when a boat exploded into a fireball in Perth. The $50,000 vessel was docked at east of Fremantle when it went up in flames. A woman inside lucky to escape unharmed. Her husband suffered burns to his face trying to put it out. It took firefighters close to an hour to extinguish the blaze, preventing it from spreading. In the lead-up to Anzac Day, one family is lobbying the federal government to award a Victoria Cross to a World War II hero. Ron Buck-Taylor died while trying to save his mates and historians agree he deserves our highest bravery award.
1: 82-year-old Della Pezzi campaigns tirelessly for a Victoria Cross for her beloved uncle Buck-Taylor. Darling, I was proud to think that I was your niece. In 1942, Buck was a gunner on HMAS Yarra, under attack by the Japanese.
6: He kept shooting and
3: shooting as they were dropping bombs all on the ship everywhere.
1: He ordered crewmates into lifeboats. He
3: said to them, all get over the side. In the dark, and I'll keep these bastards busy.
1: Of the Yarra's 151 crew, just 13 survived. One saw Buck firing right to the end. Buck was the last one that he's seen going down. Oh, of course, Uh, Taylor (laughs) deserves a Victoria Cross. Della and her family helped build this memorial to Buck and his crewmates from the Yarra. She says she will simply not rest until he finally gets the Victoria Cross he deserves.
3: I would feel very
1: honoured and thankful What's wrong with retrospective recognition? We're trying to right a wrong here. Nick McCallum, 7 News.
3: Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading 46 points higher. The Nasdaq's also up. In Europe, markets are closed for Easter Monday. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,981 1981 US dollars an ounce oil is 180 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 73.52 US cents, 93 Japanese yen and $1.09 New Zealand. At least three people are dead and nine others injured after a swimming pool partially collapsed in central China. Rescue teams rushed to the scene following reports of people trapped. Aerial pictures show part of the building's roof caved in with scattered concrete and debris inside. The cause of the collapse is not yet known. Easter travel was briefly disrupted at a US airport after a screening showed a bag with a potentially suspicious item inside. As a precaution, the terminal was evacuated, but after the bomb squad took a closer look, they realised it was a PlayStation console that looked a little worn with age. They say every dog has its day, and that's proven true for Tane. The Gordon setter scooped one of the biggest prizes at the Royal Easter Show, fending off some tough competition to be named best in show.
2: In a dog's world, size, shape and bone structure matters. I'm just so proud of him. It just means the world to me. It really does. (laughs) But at the Sydney Royal Dog Show, strength of character counts for something too.
0: You start getting that tingling in your back when something exciting comes into the ring.
2: A celebration of the weird and wonderful Juan the American Poodle returning to the ring to defend his best in show title. It's it's work every day, but not quite as much as today. A world where dogs are more human than hound. He's just a nice person. He's pretty, he moves well. Seven selected out of more than 2,000 to compete for the title of best in show dog. Judges are looking for balance, style and type A breed standard which is essentially subjective
0: So that's the exciting thing Not every judge is the same So that's quite, keeps and coming from all uh...
2: And after plenty of deliberations It was Tane, the Gordon setter Crowned top dog I don't have words like-
0: When you make decisions for your company You look for the no brainers And if you have a lot of mailing to do That's stamps.com. Code program.
4: Shock and elation and pride and
3: everything good in the world just cannot be put into words. Isabel Mullen, 7 News. The sport now, and Hawthorne pulled off a huge Easter upset in the AFL, beating Geelong by 12 points. The Hawks kicked the first three goals of the game before the Cats even had a touch at the MCG, leading by 23 points at the first break. Geelong steadied, clawing back to eventually take the lead in the third quarter, but it was the Hawks' day running over the top late to win 92-80. to Pressure has eased on West Tigers coach Michael Maguire after a thrilling last-second win against the Eels. Maguire's rejigging of halves, pairing Luke Brooks and Jackson Hastings, paid immediate dividends. The duo leading a vastly improved performance at Combank Stadium. Locked at 20 all in the final seconds, Hastings stole the win for the Tigers, kicking a 38-metre field goal for a one-point victory. Melbourne unlocked. Melbourne United locked in the NBL regular season championship after a 92-80 win over the Cairns Taipans in Melbourne. United will take home court advantage into the finals as they look to make it back-to-back titles.
0: Melbourne with the numbers ahead. Look out, the
3: Melbourne have one game left in the regular season. Melbourne City have jumped to the top of their Asian Champions League group. The reigning A-League champions barely moved out of first gear against Filipino side United City on match day two. Soccero Marco Tilio bagging a double in the 3-0 win.
6: Good finish, under pressure. Two players came across him, but he still manages to find the net. Marco Tilio...
3: City are level on points with Thai club Putum United. It's not Easter in Australia without the Storwell gift. The 140th year runners from around the country headed to the country Victoria Town. The challenge holding off scratch marker Eddie Nikita, the 2019 national champion, with a 925 meter handicap, 22-year-old local Harrison Kerr was untouchable. But Kerr coaching $40,000.
0: Oh, might be able to afford a house, so (laughs) hopefully...
3: (laughs) 20-year-old Queenslander Carla Bull won the women's gift. Not much did
1: they hit the line. Who's it going to be? balls
3: in
4: front. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's
3: just wow, <laughs> yeah. Also a life-changing $40,000. Australia's dual Paralympic gold medalist Madison de Rosario's wait for a Boston Marathon win continues coming third in the wheelchair category. The famous event was back to its traditional Patriots Day date after two COVID-disrupted years. For the second straight year, Kenyans completed a double with Evans Shabet winning the men's category, while Tokyo gold medalist Perez Cheptychia took out the women's. Manuela Shah and Daniel Romanchuk won the men's and women's wheelchairs respectively. Taking a look at the weather now, a trough and low over the northern tropics are generating showers and storms in the Northern Territory and North Queensland. A trough in front over South Australia, Victoria, southern New South Wales and Tasmania are bringing cooling showers. Isolated showers over western WA with a trough and over the east coast due to onshore winds. Around the capitals, Brisbane mostly sunny 28 degrees today, Sydney 27 with late rain, Canberra rain increasing 21, Melbourne rain clearing 16, Hobart 18 degrees and cloudy, Adelaide 20 degrees partly cloudy, Perth, mostly sunny and 26. And Darwin, mostly sunny, 35. And that is 7 Early News. I'm Angie Asimus.